welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the Equipped for Change edition of our podcast. My name is Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. And on today's episode, I wanted to talk about doing the deep work of change. And when I talk about the deep work of change, I want you, I wanted to differentiate that uh, between that because when there's a lot of change, there's usually chaos, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of discomfort, and it's natural to want a quick fix. You naturally want to do something that makes you feel as if you are making progress, as if you are addressing the issue, as if you are not just sitting back on your, on your laurels and waiting for something else to happen, but you are taking control and really driving the process. But when you do that, you grab the low-hanging fruit. You may make a statement, you spend some money, you hire new people to address the issue, you create an action plan that you release to everyone, but you don't do the deep work of really thinking about how you got here to begin with. And so if you don't examine the root causes and the foundations of how you got here, then all of your responses or your reactions, as I call them, are not going to lead to long-term change. In order for you to go through the process of change and to come out on the other side by facilitating an outcome that is going to be long-lasting, that is going to be successful, that is going to be duplicatable, and that is going to be something that, that creates a new foundation for longevity, you have to do the deep work. So change is a process that begins with an event. And change exposes the weaknesses, the dysfunctions, the cracks in the armor. It highlights what we don't know and didn't do, just as much as it points at things we need. So the key is you cannot truly create long-lasting solutions if you don't focus on the real problems. So what does this look like? And I want to talk to you about three different areas that you need to truly examine honestly if you want to do the deep work of change and if you want to have any hope at all of setting you and your team and your organization up for success. Number one, you have to look at your beliefs. What do you value? What is it that you stand for? What are the things that are non-negotiables for you? And I, I, I mean to go beyond mission statements. I mean to go beyond statements of, you know, this is what we believe in. Go beyond the bumper sticker platitudes and really do a deep dive and think about what is it that we stand for? What is it that we truly believe in? What are we willing to put a stake in the ground, draw a line in the sand and say, we will not compromise on this? What are the things that truly drive your purpose for doing what you do? And when we talk about beliefs and we talk about values, we talk about those things that move you, that cause you to say that this is the direction that we're going to go in now. This is the action that we're going to take. These are the things that we're going to do in order to support the initiatives that we roll out. This is how we're going to commit to making a change and making a stand. If you don't understand truly what your beliefs are, if you don't 
move in a way that shows that your beliefs are being implemented and acted upon, then you're not doing anything different that's going to move you, your team, or your organization forward. You can't have a feel-good belief statement or a feel-good mission statement or a feel-good vision or value statement, but when the chips are down, when your organization or your team is facing widespread change, when there is upheaval and chaos, when there is a lot of discomfort, when there is a need for your organization to step up and for leaders to step up and you don't do it, then that sounds like empty words. It sounds like something that someone wrote because it sounded good and it was a statement that we needed to make to show that we were on the right side of change. During this particular time, we have COVID-19, a global pandemic that is still, you know, very, very much a concern in the U.S. We have uh, a recession that we are now being plunged into and we are officially in. We have a lot of racial unrest and, and I don't want to call it unrest. We have a lot of racial focus um, and awareness now on a variety of different issues, in particular within the black community and how uh, black Americans have been the, 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 the target of systemic racism and discrimination. And so there's a lot that's going on that's causing teams and organizations and companies to have to make public statements decrying racism, you know, supporting um, people's health, making sure that they are being responsive to the needs of the people in their organizations as well as the people in the community that are the consumers. We're having to show up and not just issue a statement, not just create something that we put out there that, that sounds good, but people are expecting you to show up and to actually act on what you say. So when you start thinking about doing the deep work of change, what is it do we fundamentally believe? What is it that is important to us? What is it that we are willing to say, I stand on that. If you stand and say that it is important to you to have an inclusive culture, if it is important to you to honor the contributions of everyone, if it is important to you to have everyone pulled together and show up fully and authentically and transparently as their whole selves, if it is important to you to be active in the community that you are in and to support that, if it is important to you to give back, if it is important to you to have a voice and to use your platform to amplify those who may not have a voice. Whatever it is you believe in, whatever it is that is important to you, you're going to be tested on it during times of change. You are going to be held, your feet are gonna be held to the fire for you to identify and stand on it and say, this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to act on. So if you wanna figure out part of this deep work, this deep work is holding up a mirror and asking you, what do you really believe? What are your values? What are you standing on? Because your actions are directly influenced by what you believe. I call this podcast Mindset to Mastery because if you change your mindset, you master your success. Whatever you think, that is going to drive the way you behave. 
And so when we start talking about doing the deep work, that's why I start with your belief system. That's why I start with what you value. That's why I start with the way you think and the way you process. Because if we don't understand and if we don't take a hard look at the belief system and the value system that we are espousing, then we're going to be left doing the bare minimum and reacting to situations because we think we're doing what's expected instead of really looking at and aligning our belief system with what is truly right. So your belief system is the first area. The second area is your culture. And when I talk about culture, I talk about the ways in which we show up for each other and with each other. Because your culture within your organization, your culture within your team, your culture within your company, within your, your community, within your society, says a lot about the way you value other people. How do we show up? Do we encourage people to be authentically themselves? Do we foster a, a, a sense of collaboration and cooperation? Do we take care of others that are less fortunate or, or unable to take care of themselves? Do we have a culture where people feel comfortable expressing things that are bothering them? Do we have a culture that says that we show up locked arm in arm together to face issues together? Do we have a culture that says if there is an issue or something you don't know, or a weakness, then we all band together in order to solve that problem, to address that, and to create solutions, or are you kind of out on your own? When there is widespread change, when there is chaos, when there is upheaval, when there is a sense of discomfort, do we show empathy for each other? Are we open to seeing the perspective of other people, even though we may not have that experience? Are we willing to embrace everyone and saying that we're all in this together? Not giving it lip service, but truly showing up together and supporting each other in ways that matter. When COVID-19 first hit, I had my mail, my email inbox was inundated full of companies that were making these statements and saying, we're in this together. We're here for you. We understand that these are trying times. These are unprecedented times. These are difficult times, but we're here for you. But they're here for me just meant they sent me an email. There was nothing to address the economic uncertainty. There was nothing, especially if it was a company that I was doing business with, where you know I had a, a policy or I had a payment or something like that. There was nothing that said, you know what? We're gonna take the burden off a little bit. If you need us, reach out to us. We're gonna reach out to you and automatically extend a courtesy. There were some that did that, but far more who just sent an email and said, we're standing with you, we're here with you. But what does that mean? What does that look like in action? And so when we talk about culture, and if you look at your teams and you look at your organizations, and if you are a leader, that is operating within a company, how are you modeling showing up for your people? How are you modeling and being an example of how you're supposed to come together 
and work together and create a safe environment? How are you modeling being able to share authentically and transparently what you're going through and your emotions? How are you modeling what it means to be honest about where you are and what you're feeling? Because when we look at this, at, at the culture and how we show up as our full authentic selves and how we show up for each other, there is a huge amount of importance that needs to be placed on examining truly not what we think goes on, but what actually goes on in organizations. And when you are in the midst of change, when you are in the midst of upheaval, when you are in the midst of chaos, when you are in the midst of uncertainty, when you are in the midst of discomfort, the truth about what you believe and the truth about your culture is going to show through. Especially now with so much focus on systemic racism, with so much focus on injustice and inequality, on so much focus on microaggressions and, dis and disparities, and so much focus on all of the things that, that black Americans have had to endure. Now we're seeing who's more so thinking about themselves versus thinking about the people that they work with. These, I'm not trying to say if there's a right or wrong way to respond. What I'm saying is that there's more that we need to consider. There's more that we need to think about. There's more that you need to actually look at honestly and transparently and say, what does this really say about us? Have we missed the mark in setting up the foundations and, and really allowing people to go through the process of being acclimated and included fully in this process. Because I can tell you that there are a lot of people who have diversity, inclusion, and equity plans. There are a lot of people who may have a DNI person, you know, on their on their staff. There are a lot of people who may have somebody who works with, you know, um, employee engagement. There are a lot of people who have leadership development programs and, and looking at, you know, professional development and learning and development. And there are, a lot of, there are a lot of slogans that come out of it. You may have, you know, employee impact groups or, or employee resource groups or, or business resource groups. Whatever you have, you have to look at, even if we have this stuff, is it actually doing the deep work? Is it actually doing what it's supposed to be doing or is it just paying lip service? I don't care how many ERGs you point me to. I don't care if you say I've got a DNI person. I don't care if you say we've got a DNI plan. I don't care if you say that we have done organizational cultural training for the last five years. What I want to see is the deep work. How does your deep work stand up when it comes to change? There are several brands that have stepped up to you know, support Black Lives Matter. There are people who have you know, um, you know, Twitter and, and a number of other com companies stepped up and, and said that Juneteenth was now gonna be a holiday. Um, the co-founder of Reddit stepped down from his board position and encouraged them to fill his, his, his position with a, um, a black person in order to have more diversity on the board. There are companies that are taking the steps to make 
action, to take action and say, there is change that needs to happen and we're not gonna wait and go through a long-term process. We are going to make an immediate pivot. And I applaud them. But when you do that, you still have to examine your foundation. You still have to create a new opportunity to create a new foundation and a new way of thinking and being that permeates the organization and becomes second nature. Because if you weren't doing it up until now, why? If all of a sudden your eyes have been open and you are now seeing this for what it really is, what took you so long? If the values that you have espoused and that you have put up on your website and that is part of your, your employee handbook, if your values that you have on paper are not showing up in the workplace, then what does that say about what you really value? The culture that we create, the way that we show up, is based in large part on the collective community of our organizations and our teams. And if we haven't laid a foundation of trust, if we haven't laid a foundation of inclusivity, if we haven't laid a foundation of authenticity and transparency, if we haven't laid a foundation where everyone knows and feels that we're all in this together, truly all in this together, then you're gonna get more lip service. So doing the deep work about your beliefs and examining those, doing the deep work about the culture and the way that you show up, and then thirdly, doing the deep work to identify your systems, which is what you do. What systems and processes do you have in place that's going to support your beliefs and the culture that you say that you have? What systems do you have in place to make sure that your hiring practices are diverse and inclusive? What systems do you have in place in order to make sure that there is a way for people who may feel marginalized to be able to get support and have people that they can talk to? What systems do you have in place to be able to support new initiatives that you bring, that you, that you develop as a result of being, um, becoming more aware that there is an issue? What systems do you have in place to support what needs to be changed? Because when you look at the way that you show up, you look and you look at the way, the things that you do, all of that comes back to what you value. All of these things are interconnected. And if there is a gap in any one, then you need to do the deep work in really examining where the gaps lie, how you need to correct them, what you need to do in order to go back and lay a new foundation, and what you need to focus on. It is very easy to fall in the trap of low-hanging fruit. And if there is a major issue that needs to be addressed, like you know, inequality or discrimination or racial disparities or systematic racism, if there is a lot, if there's a huge problem, it's easy for people to say, you know what, I wanna do one thing that's going to make me feel as if I am doing something to address this. And those actions are great, but how are you setting yourself up for long-term support? How are you setting yourself up for long-term success? How are you setting yourself up to do the deep work, the work that goes beyond the surface, 
the work that strips away the pretenses, the excuses, the emotional reactions, and really honestly looks at what needs to change. The feel-good stuff doesn't get you long-term results. The deep work is where you strip it all down to the root causes. I always say you can treat the symptoms or you can cure the disease. It's your choice. And when you're dealing with change and you're dealing with facilitating outcomes where you have a mind movie of success and what this looks like and how this how we show up and how we how this demonstrates our beliefs and how we come together as a group then you're going to have to do the deep work. You're going to have to do the difficult work. You're going to have to look at privilege. You're going to have to look at inequalities. You're going to have to look at ways in which you've been short-sighted. You're going to have to look at reallocation of resources. You're going to have to look at learning and development. You're going to have to look at the ability of the, the ability to engage and how your people feel in, in terms of feeling as if, they, as if they're a part of the group. You're going to have to start looking at these things and really examining them to see where you're falling short. And then creating a path of, of addressing it. And let me say this, a podcast, the podcast episode that I did before this was about change being a marathon, not a sprint. And that whole change fatigue of are we there yet? It's very easy to fall, fall prey to that. But I implore you, I encourage you, I beg you, do the deep work. Focus on the right thing in order to finish strong. You cannot go through the process of change and come out with long-term sustainable success if you don't do the deep work. You cannot go through the process of change and come out better on the other side if you do not do the deep work. You cannot change the way things are done and the way things are going to be moving forward if you do not do the deep work. You cannot have a long-term impact in a way that is going to shift the, the things of the past to create a new way of being, thinking, and doing if you do not do the deep work. Change is a process that begins with an event. The catalyst is what sparks it, the shift and the transformation is where you do the deep work and the new normal of application on the other side is where you have your sustainable success and where you have the proof of what you're doing and the best practices to back it up. None of this happens without the deep work. How many organizations and teams and leaders are willing to be open and vulnerable and transparent and uncomfortable enough to do the deep work. This is not something that's easy. This is not something that is quick. This is not something that you can, you know, check it off as a bullet point and say, hey, we've done this, you know, in 30 days or two weeks or two days. This is deep work. And the length of time that it takes you to do it depends on one, how much you've been in denial about what you really are and what you really stand for. And two, how committed are you to this? Are you giving it the proper time? Are you giving it, you know, allocating the proper resources? Are you putting the right people in place 
in order to get the right plans that can be supported? Are you holding yourselves accountable? And are you assessing your process and evaluating your progress? All of that comes with the deep work. The deep work of change is necessary work. The deep work of change is the only way to truly make sure that you are setting yourself up for success. The deep work of change is where you transform organizations. The deep work of change is where you make your impact. The deep work of change is where we all should be focusing so that we can right the wrongs of the past and we can create a better future, not just based on what is possible or what is probable, but what we are committed to doing. When you look at that deep work, it's your beliefs, it's your culture, and it's your systems. What do you believe and stand for? What are your values? How do you show up together to carry those out? And what do you do when stuff hits the fan? So I want you to think about those as we go through these particular times that, that during the time that this is recorded and any other time that your organization or your team or your community or whatever group you're involved in is going through change. Think about your beliefs, your culture, and your systems. And do the deep work. Reflect and be honest and transparent and allow this process of change to shine a light and show you who you really are. So then you can take a step back and decide who do we really want to be? And then you can go from there. You don't have to stay the same way that you were this morning or yesterday or last week. At any point in time, you can begin the process of change by simply making up your mind that this is going to be different. And then following through and holding yourself and others accountable to make it different. So my podcast is seen, uh, is heard and available on Google Play and um, Apple and Spreaker and Spotify and Stitcher and there's a YouTube channel and there's a whole host of ways that you can tune in. Um, it's, it's offered twice a week and it's 30 minutes where we give you tools, tips and actionable items in order to help you change your mindset, master your success and assist you to becoming equipped for change. What I want from you is for you to become the best possible version of yourself. What I want from you is for your organization to become the best possible version of itself. This is designed to equip you for that process. And I hope, I hope that this is helpful. I hope that this gives you more to think about and more for you to aspire to become. And if you want to work with me, if you want to talk to me about your specific organization or the specific issues that you're dealing with, then by all means, reach out. 
My website is carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. You can click on the Let's Talk link, schedule the 15-minute assessment, or if you want to hold virtual coffee with me, send me a message, and I will be enthusiastic about connecting with you and talking about how we can work together and how we can assist you in identifying your vision of success and then helping you to put together a plan of action to be able to equip your people and to achieve the success that you want. I am Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group. I hope that this has been helpful. I hope this gives you more food for thought and ways of thinking so that you can begin the process of changing for the better and implementing practices that are going to lead to long-term sustainable success. Again, always remember, change is a process that begins with an event. Change your mindset, master your success, and always, always do the deep work so that you can come out on the other side. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Bye-bye.